good evening. Welcome oh, to yeah. Xbox Tavern, Xbox Tavern episode 74. Oh, that's the one. After, after a week hiatus, we missed due to technical difficulties. Ross, your PC working right now? No more blue screen of death. Yeah. Success. Success. We're joining you once again at 8 p.m. Ish. Wow. Ish. Nine o'clock, and it's a Monday. <laughs> On a lovely Sunday, Monday night this week. Uh, I'm Jamie, and I'm once again joined by Millie Man Ian. Hello. Ladies' favourite Daniel. Hello, ladies. And Scottish Graffaros. Hello, folks. No uh, MPV Graham this week. He's had a long day travelling back from sunny Liverpool and all about the Beatles. I'll expect a full Beatles trivia rundown from him next week when he gets back. Oh, yeah. That'd be nice. Um, <gasps> no, so when just... you first mentioned that in the group chat, I thought, Beatles? What insects is he on about? The two of went, oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, the other kind of Beatles. Yeah, my mom went, What's he all about? <laughs> and click, like, oh, yeah, that. <laughs> yes, yeah, so he'll be back next week to regale us all about Yellow Submarines, and that's literally the only thing I know about the Beatles. So let's move on, shall we? Into the news of the week, gentlemen. Video games happened in the week or so we were off uh, from doing the show. And supposedly, Xbox has console accessory sales in March of 2022. <gasps> yeah, right. Quick golf clap for everybody. Golf clap. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, according to Pure Xbox, it says uh, they brought up a, a tweet from Christopher Dring. I think he's some sort of analyst in the, in, in the video game space. Never heard of him in my life. Uh, well, I mean, he doesn't do achievements, so why would you have done it? Uh, he says a few stats from the UK March charts. Xbox console sales were up 61% over February thanks to a rise in stock for the Series X model. It was the number one console of the month ahead of Nintendo Switch for a change. Uh, and Xbox controllers top the accessory charts as well. So it's basically, impressive that it beat the Switch. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say the Switch is kind of the high bar at the minute. A, that seems to stop the sales charts no matter what day or month or year it is. Yeah, I mean, so, like kind of expecting it to beat the PlayStation. We obviously PlayStation's difficulties and supply and issues and that, but beating the yeah. Switch that's that's a pretty good take. That one, that's a good one. <laughs> That's not bad yeah. going, is it? Uh, and it's yeah. good to see that there's more Series X's out there now, whereas before it was mainly Series S's people were finding. Um, it's good to find the big bad boy uh, version of the machine that we can pick up on shelves or online at various outlets easier now than we have been able to over the last, what, year and a half, is it, at this point? Mm. Yeah, about, about that. Um, obviously, we've all got our Series X's. Does anybody know anyone who's still been hunting around has managed to get one in the last couple of days or couple of weeks? No, I think everybody who's I think everybody who's actively trying to, or everybody that I know at least, who's trying to get one has managed to get their hands on whether they want to get the X or the S. So. Yeah, S seems to be quite regularly available, but I remember friends trying to get an X. So it's basically me hunting, like, oh, this is coming out now. Like, oh, okay, quickly one and grab it. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, there was loads of bundles out, wasn't there? And then I think it was sometime this week, they mentioned that they've, um, something about chip, they managed to re- get hold of a load of extra chips. And now um, even the Microsoft store has got just the console, uh, you know, no bundles whatsoever. So it's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, so if you're looking to pick up, got a Games Pass subscription. I think that's definitely Enough. something that people don't look at either as well. Is like, Right, you can't get just the console. Go and find it if you can get the console plus an extra controller. You might have to pay an extra £60, but you're going to get the console and then just sell the unopened controller on eBay for 60 quid, and then boom, there you go, you've made your money back. Exactly. I yeah. pays for half a year of Game Pass as well, that way. Exactly. 
and you can uh, play all of the games all of the time. Or you can um, your controllers like I do. Or, or you can do that as well. <laughs> or you can, uh, yeah, video games. <laughs> you threw me off for that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I completely lost where I was going. Um, I call the controllers. I've got about 10. I think I've got, I'm sitting with, I think I'm sitting at four just now. Yeah. So I've only got three. Well, well, well. I mean, how do you play four player oh, games with only three yeah, controllers? The only thing, the only one you need is this one, really, though, isn't it? A shiny orange is. one with all of the different colors. It's no, what, the you, stand. What, you, what you need is a new daily driver. That's the one. Oh, that's lovely. What's that? We only got it. That is my very now worn in Tiny Tina remote, which has been bashed to high hell with the amount of FIFA I've been playing. But I can't believe it's replaced the Elite. The Elite has been gathering dust for like a week now. Nice, nice. Sounds like you're quite high on it. Perhaps we might read some thoughts about it soon. You quite possibly could read some thoughts on it quite soon, yes. I'll look at the limited edition ones. Ah, oh, the show. Love that one. Love that one. That, that one Two is. Two basic ones next to me. Oh. <laughs> oh. I, would, I would whip out the old Halo Elite, but it's on the other side of the room. <laughs> exactly. I can't beat yeah. my blue Have you actually then. used that Halo Elite? <laughs> yeah, every day. Yeah, I've got to make oh, controllers. Fantastic controller. My normal one. That's it. Off the one. stream, I'll show you that corner and you'll be like, Okay, he's moved in. You can see. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so it's, it's good that not just us sort of uh, more hardcore, I guess, gamers are able to get older the Series X and S now. Uh, play some decent next-gen games and upspuffs of old games and Game Pass and all that sort of goodness. Um, yeah, so if you're after a Series X, you're probably going to have a better time finding one. And you should get one because they're fucking awesome. And big, I had to move mine for the first time this week. As I said, I'm, I'm in Devon at the minute, away on holiday. Uh, and I had to pack the Series X for the first time. Fuck me, it just about fit in my bag. This way, you need a Portable S like I've got, which I've been using more than I normal X. Yeah, I mean, yeah, normally I would take the S with me, but... Uh, when you say uh, you've got your Portable S... Quite next to me, what, what, what else do you have with your Portable S? I have an X screen, baby. An S screen? Wow, and... Do you think we could find out more about the X screen yeah. somewhere? You can go to can. Xbox Tavern and look at my review. I did off my on my own back, didn't Jamie badger me? <laughs> <laughs> and I, sometimes he actually does his job. Anyway, job. I'll be back soon. Two weeks for competition over, and I'll be two weeks. Com- yeah, two weeks, and, and then, then and then it'll be a month. Yeah, it'll be a month for the review as well. Anyway, speaking of getting consoles, you need the games to play, and the games you can play are on Game Pass mostly which is a great deal, including a new release coming up very shortly at 28th of April. <gasps> Say it with me. Say it with me. Oh, Quick Bug Snacks. <sighs> Bug Snacks is finally coming to Game Pass and Xbox, I should say, uh, yep. which it was a PlayStation exclusive release last year from the developers of Octodad. And it's finally coming to Game Pass. I said April 28th. I'm very excited to play this. Um, it looks, I don't know if you guys have watched the trailer for it at all, but it looks a bit weird. Weird, excuse me, a bit weird, but a no, bit, say it. it looks like it's got a bit more going on than, yeah, it kind of mixes, I guess, Pokemon and um, all kinds of like, crap, all kinds of weird games. Yeah, don't like take Pokemon with this, yeah, and, don't, take, don't bring Pokemon though, man. What there's the like fruit on this island, they're all living, they've got eyes, and they walk around and stuff, and they've all got names. And then you eat them and your appendages and your character grow that part of the fruit, I guess. And you can have different combos and that. And then 
got to try and explore the island, finding all the different animals. But then it looks like there's a bigger mystery going on. And I managed to avoid any sort of information about it since it came out on PlayStation because it looks good fun. And it's out in a couple of weeks. So, ta-da! And it's coming with a new DLC, which is called uh, The Isle of Big Snacks, in which you explore a strange island that has risen from the sea, crawling with giant-sized bug snacks. That's how you have to say it when you say it, by the way. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so is anyone here... Anyone else here, I should say, interested in checking it out? Obviously, I am. I can't say it's caught my eye, if I'm honest. I can't I mean, say it's caught my eye, either. Yeah, don't lie to me. I'm sure there's Chivo's there to get. <laughs> <laughs> my life has gone on to Elder Ring Artist competition. Oh, so. don't, don't. I'm, I'm, I'm so scared to pick it up because um, Phil Spencer put up a picture of the massive big sword mm. that he got and all the Elden Ring paraphernalia. And I'm like, shit. That's yeah, usually a, that's a foreshadowing normally when he puts shit up like that. And I'm like, I'm going to buy this in a week later. Coming to Game Pass. Yeah. I know. So I I'm like, guys that. I've got my friend, you know, Jake, a podcast, Xbox yeah. Tavern. Keith's badging me to play it. So I'm like, I'm, I'm after the competition, I'm going to play. <laughs> the thing is, I'm not I'm not a big Souls player. Uh, I am not patient enough to play these games, but something about Elden Ring and everything that I've heard about it and the whole world seems to be obsessed with how good it is. That's what I, I mean. F- I feel like I'm not doing it. I feel like I'm I doing it a service because... by not at least trying it. Yeah, same. It's because people keep going on about it. And even yeah. though it's a Souls game, it's still got that loose base where it's open world and you're not really that it's not it's hard still yeah and yeah, it's, it's I, think, I think it's just because like all the different varieties of like media that you consume so like i see like instagram there's people putting up like funny things that have happened fighting different bosses and then tiktoks again the same sort of thing youtube is look at this new build that does X, Y, and Z, and oh, look, this player took on the hardest bosses in the game with no armor, no buffs, no nothing. How cool is that? And it's making me think it's too hyped up to not try it, even if it's not my style of game. Sorry for segueing there. I mean, yes. we've gone from Bugsnax straight to Elden Ring, but we'll carry on this train because clearly um, I'll, we'll play uh, Bugsnax and we'll talk about it when it's out. Elden Ring, <laughs> Ian, are you a Souls player? No, 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 no. I no, think I don't think the last. I don't think I've ever really played a Souls game. What was it? Sins of the First Scholar. Was that what it was? Number two. Wasn't that the DLC for the second game? I think wasn't it? No, was that not like the the re-release name of it? Oh, maybe it was. Yeah, I don't know. Dark Souls. Oh, I, I'm not Dark a Souls, Souls player. Right? Two Sins of the First Scholar. I'm sure uh, it was. We went to Wazd last week, which we'll talk about in a moment. Scholar of was... the First Sin. Sorry. <coughs> yeah. So there was um. A lot of Dark Souls-like games there, uh, which not being my sort of thing, I actually quite liked a couple of them, which I wrote about in an article on the site, which you read out. What was the game that Ian kept getting his ass kicked at? Uh, the Last Hero of Nostalgia. I, I did see the developer put up a thing that you was a bit of advice to try and help him with his struggles. Yeah. Do you remember, Ian, we played this one where you playing the one-bit stick figure and you're going through and the, guy, the guy's narrating quite funny. You got to fight the paper thin enemies, and you kept getting to a certain point and getting destroyed and having to start all over again. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes, that <laughs> fucking hell! And I was like, "Have you not reached the the, the chandelier where it was where you got lighted?" No. <laughs> at the end, I just at the end, I literally just went 
fuck this. I just kept rolling and running the whole level, just kept dodging everything. So, fuck this, I'm out. I think the, the time limit for the demo was 15 minutes and he got to the boss at the end of the, le- uh, the demo. About 15, yeah, about, about 15, 20 seconds to spare. <laughs> like, ah, you know, I have a life. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I quite enjoyed that one. It was a, it was more um, uh, easy going, I think, despite Ian struggles, I think, and it was quite funny as well. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that one later this year. But uh, you, before we carry on to Waz talk, because that'll probably be the last topic we discuss. Are either you two souls? I know Ross was saying he's not a massive souls man. Daniel, much of a souls player? Oh, I know you love a good challenge in video games. I love a good challenge. Yeah, no, not at all. Don't even want to touch it. <laughs> I would actually pay to watch Dan play a Souls game. Fifteen ninety nine I... a month. I'll play it as much as you want. No, I, I, I just don't enjoy them. I can't. So I think not that it was a Souls game, but Star Wars Jedi for Fallen Order was the only air quotes Souls type game. It's not even close to a Souls game. If you go onto hard mode, it is. No, it's I've... not. I played on story mode, so let's let's leave it at that. But I I have not, I can't, I just don't know. No. I, I used to love really hard games. I'd always put on the hardest difficulty and stuff, but something about the Soul series just never, ever grabbed me. Excuse me. Yeah, it's kind it um, Too frustrating. Just, yeah, it's just too tedious for its own uh, good, I think. Yeah, and I don't think I do good with that kind of watching the movement and seeing what the boss does and remembering how... Hit, hit, swipe, dodge, roll. Yeah, no, I can't. Your memory's too old. I can't remember this. (laughs) Dodge, Uh, roll. Where am I? Dan, how do you not remember the golden rule? Dodge, duck, dip, dive, dodge. I know, but... Come on, man. Balls. Well, we'll see how that tactic does you when you both start playing Elden Ring at some point in the near future. There you know. And yeah, you go from that. I mean, yeah, I might, uh, like you were saying, Ross, the hype and stuff has got me kind of intrigued. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I'm never going to, I'll probably play the first boss and I'll be like, fuck this. Yeah, I know I'm, I'm going to be exactly the same. I'm going to get 10 minutes into this game and I'm going to go, ooh, so pretty, so shiny. Ooh, yeah. so many things to do. Ooh, I'm fucked. I'm dead. Oh, I'm dead again. <laughs> oh, dead again. Oh, yeah. look, even just a basic rank and file enemies kicked my eyes and yeah, no, I'm out. Done. Have you seen that? I came with sidetracking with Elden Ring. Have you seen that clip of the guy that was doing the one life challenge on it? So he was trying to go through the whole game, not dying, and he was fighting this massive boss, had got it down to like minuscule health, dodged back the way, and one of the little just generic baddies was standing waiting and just went Doof, and killed him. And he was like, <laughs> like 16 no. hours worth 16 hours worth of gameplay gone. On this one little generic enemy, yeah. I was like, "That would be controller through the screen, through the wall, done." Xbox upside down in the bathtub, <laughs> yeah. with you in it, out the window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you never know. Elden Ring might be the one. It might be the one that brings you in, gets Ian involved in the hardcore. But Chivos don't care about them anymore. Just want to be Elden Ring. That's uh, it. We'll see. Two more weeks, I can be free. We'll see. We'll see. Um, For a week or so. In the meantime, uh, should we talk about West? We should talk about West. West. Sorry, lads. I know you two weren't there. I'm I'm very sorry. You missed out. It's good. It was a lot better than EGX. Was it? 
Yes. Oh, um, my wife almost let me go down on Saturday as well. And there's she was the like, thing. I, 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 I was kind of like, ah, it's fine, why is I'm not really overly concerned about it. And then I seen what you guys were putting up and everything, all the games that you said you said played in that, like WWE and all the other indie games and shit like that. And I was like, fuck, I would have happily changed EGX to be at WASD. Because <laughs> it sounded like it was fucking amazing. And it sounded, from what you guys have said to me, obviously, maybe not on the, the statues type idea, it sounded like everything that you guys had said that EGX was going to be, WASD was for indie games. And at the same time, I'm like, fuck, I wish I had a whip to WASD instead. Pick the wrong one. Damn it. So, uh, <coughs> we just so... have a great time, though. We mainly got drunk, didn't we? So, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Rez, yeah. 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 That was, uh, was good. Got drunk, did a quiz. Um, and yeah, it was good fun. But WASD was also good fun. We is at the Tobacco Docks in London, which used to hold uh, EGX Rezd, which was like a big indie game focused event. That sort of partnered with EGX later in the year, like the big AAA one. Um, but this was the first year they put on the WASD event, WASD, I should say. Um, and I went on Friday with Graham, and Saturday with Ian, um, and we played. I don't know. Much all of them. A damn, damn sight more games we did at the last event. Um, probably thirty or more. <laughs> I mean, games yes. at least. In the, in the last one, we played what two? <laughs> yeah, um, and there was lots of really awesome indies there was a couple that weren't so good there were a couple that were had some promise and there were a couple that i, I really enjoyed my favorite uh, which we'll get into very quickly is we were here forever in the remember that one obviously as well that, that um, that's my number one as well so the we were here if you haven't played guys dan ross have you played we were here before no there's been three previous games they're basically co-op puzzle games but asymmetrical cup puzzles so for example the one we played, we were placed in a room and they, each of us were in like a, a different, what's the shape, like an octagon or something like that? Yeah. I can't remember. Did it have eight sides? <laughs> I can't remember any sides, Ed. Something, uh, an amount of sides. Roughly eight sides. Um, <clears throat> and I was in one, Ian was in the other. Uh, and we could only see each other sort of, uh, it's kind of hard, it's really hard to explain, but it's almost like you're in a big like oval room and my octagon was here, and Ian's one was on the other side of the, the room. So I could look up and see him, and he could look down and see me. And on the top of the pillars going around the, the room were symbols. And we had to match the symbols up with the symbols on the octagon next to us. So we could go through the doors and then flick a key so that they can then go through a door. And, and we had to basically work together to get to the end of the puzzle yeah, area. Okay. I didn't explain it very well. It's very good in practice, though, because <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Because basically, the idea is it's co-op puzzles. You need to work together. You can't. You, there's no way you'd ever solve it on your own. <clears throat> but you have a, a walkie-talkie, so you click the, the mouse trigger, uh, mouse button to, to talk. But if you do that, then the other person can't talk back to you. So if they click it at the same time, you sort of override each other. Yeah. So you've got to be yeah. smart about how you communicate, as well as actually be able to describe the puzzles properly. So Oh, the top of the thing, like I said, there were symbols. There's like a loot and a shoe and a playing cards and stuff like that. And Ian would be like, "Right, you've got playing cards. There's playing cards on this hat on this octagon next to you. So you need to rotate your room to match them two up so you can go through the door. Yeah, um, okay. And then on another one, there would be I could match the symbols up, but the door on my end was blocked. So Ian would have to go through from the other side. 
Uh, and then you, as you get through each room, there's a key, you turn it, and then it adds more and more rooms to the whole building until you basically you're surrounded by different rooms. And you sort of go in between the different ones trying to find the right exit. And it's really confusing. And again, very hard to explain, but it's really, really good fun. Um, and I've, I've played the previous three games and they've all been excellent. They've all had really clever ideas. Um, so I'm interested to see where this one goes. It's got more, they reckon it's, it's going to be about 12 hours of, of co-op puzzling. Mm. And this um, is where the one of only a few people to get through to the next area. Yes. I mean, we did have a slight heads up because I'd already played it the previous day. But I mean, you didn't get very point, far, though. I had to, we didn't to carry get, you for everywhere. Yeah, I mean, me and Graham didn't get very far because we, we really struggled to start with. Once we got the hang of the, excuse me, the idea, we, just as we started to get going, our, t- our time ran out. Um, but yeah, really good. If you want to see what the previous games are like, I think we were here, the original was given away in Games of Gold a while back. That's correct, So yes. you probably got it in your library, go check it out and play it. Um, you need two players and you can't play in party chat. You have to play with in-game chat so you can't cheat that way although we ended up i think using skype and i played it with my mate because we it just it, it was annoying <laughs> trying to use the walkie-talkie all the time um but yeah really good games very much enjoyed the last three some for this one which is out on the 20th of may in on pc and then i think just after on xbox so we should definitely get them playing and maybe we could even have a little challenge some Game Pass, uh, Project Game Pass, even though it's not coming on Game Pass, Xbox Tavern Challenge 2v2 or something. I think the sounds of that. See, that you can, be... see you can get for a yeah. certain puzzle scene fastest or something. Yeah, I'd like that that be, be game for something like that. Like, although Dan, yeah. you imagine Dan competing in something like that? Fuck me, that's asking could, for It could disaster. be you, versus, you, and, you, and, you and Dan versus me and Jamie. Uh, no, yeah, not a chance. I'm not being fucking put down with that. Not a fucking hope in hell. Uh, we could do oldies versus youngsters. Oh, yeah, do that. That's the one to do. So, so the key is clear explanation. So I'm fucked. And oh, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, you are, if you've got Dan, you're up the creek without a fucking panel yeah, you on that too. one. That's why you were to so bad. I was like, yeah. just look at look. No, yeah, we did all right. We did all right. Um, yeah, so that was my favorite one. Ian, any particular other favorites from the show played? Um, probably uh, Golf Gang. That was pretty hilarious. Um, things similar to kind of like you know, play golf with golf with your friends. That was a fucking hilarious game. So think of golf with your friends, but you're all here at the same time, and you can hit each other's balls and stuff. That would be yo. You could could you not set it in golf with friends to do that? Like you could yeah. have it that there was a collision mode, so like you would constantly hit each other's balls at the way. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. so you could always. Oh, that's that's the sort of game that would be. Ah, see if we were doing that, it's like Project Game Pass. That would be fucking hilarious. Yeah, this one, so this one had modifiers, though, didn't it? Yes, yeah, so this one's got modifiers. So for example, if you hit someone else's ball, that other ball goes a bit bigger and bigger and bigger, and it'll just go really slow. <laughs> and you're absolutely fucked. That but would yeah, be fucking such good awesome. Fun you're all hitting at the same time. I think other ones where you can like explosions and stuff. So you, if you hit someone else, your ball, both balls go flying. So oh wow, you don't want to hit each other's ball, but you have to because you're just going for the shots. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no way you're avoiding people unless most people are already finished. And there was yeah, things exactly. like low gravity and first person and backward shots. And uh, it, as he was about to say, I think it's only PC, at the minute, but there's a beta. I think they said uh, beginning in May. So you May can sign yeah, up May. for that. If you look, you know, scoot, ask Jeeves for golf game. <laughs> uh, and yeah, look it up. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. We should definitely play it together if we can get in the beta. 
Uh, yeah, that was hilarious. It was just funny. Yeah, just doing all that was just quite funny. And going to playing playing randoms was was me, me and Jamie and six other people. But we were all like bantering each other, going, "Oh my god, what the fuck are you doing?" It's good fun. Yeah, that was a good laugh. Um, uh, and yeah, there were plenty of other games. Like I said, last year we nostalgia. Um, Trek to uh, Trek to Yomi, yeah, which we played the first. Is that the one that fifty minutes? That, that one is that the one that has just came to Game Pass? Oh no, it's coming to Game Pass. No, sorry. <laughs> Have we not just reviewed it on the site? Is that what it was? No, not yet. Somebody's not, got uh, it. Trek to Yomi is the 2D, or not 2D, side scroll and samurai. Black and yeah, white I knew game. it was the samurai. So I thought somebody had already picked up for a review, but uh, I have, I've seen it advertised, yeah. Uh, no, not yet. We're, we're, uh, we're awaiting information. Information. Um, <laughs> yeah, it will be out May 5th Game Pass. And yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I'd seen that. It looks pretty awesome. I'll tell you one um, game, though, which I was slightly disappointed with. And that was Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I really thought I would enjoy that more than I did when we played it together. It felt a bit, a bit like repetitive and didn't really go anywhere. Maybe because we what we were doing that mode we were doing or whatever it was didn't have a bit of like va va voom is the best way to pull it. But yeah, it was a bit bland. So, what did you play? Was it a like a trial type idea was it the full game or I, don't, I think it must be part of the game but it was just yeah. we were in this like castle area mm-hmm. and I had like some weird archer and who did we have yeah oh, I can't remember I had some weird like battle like, up person but I think we just got dumped in where the previous people left off yeah that's the um, problem and we did no idea the powers set up and stuff yeah and with just... that sort of thing it's all about your build and things like that and the type of play style that you would prefer so obviously if you're mm. playing somebody else's character you're not going to get the level the of enjoyment effect. out of it. Yeah, because yeah, like, if, if I relate it to like Borderlands 3, not that I think many years have played Borderlands, Dan's touched it and that's about the only one. So you've got ones that are like, so Amara uses special powers, Moe's uses a big massive robot, Zane uses his clone and Flack uses his pets. So if you don't like using powers, like a siren, you won't like playing as Amara. And that's very similar to like, um, Wonderlands. So, if if you don't like using spells or melee damage, if your build is that, then you're fucked. Because if somebody's set you up to play that sort of playthrough, then you're not going to enjoy it. Yeah. I um, I my thoughts for Tiny Tina will be reserved until I've got the end game because that's where that's where Borderlands or the Borderlands franchise has its strengths and its weaknesses. What happens once the story's over? Yeah. I guess the end game, kind of post-game, I mean. Yeah. That's so the key. So three done really well with its trials and with its takedowns. Two, not everybody was a fan with Digistruct Peak, which was your OP level. So I haven't got to they're called oh, fuck what's it Chaos Chambers, I'm sure or Chaos levels. So and you got to Chaos level 20. Yeah. Um, and it's very, very much like the OP levels, but slightly better, which isn't a bad thing. Um, so I'll reserve my end judgment to that. But so far, the gameplay story-wise, I'm I'm really enjoying it. But again, nice. I'm invested in the series yeah. and the characters that are in the game. See, I I I'm, I give a shit about Borderlands, but I actually quite enjoyed what I played of it. Uh, again. On the Friday, me and Graham started it off in a bit of a better spot, I think, because we were able to start and go through and pick a bit more powers and, and 
go through some missions, whereas when me and Ian got dropped in, we were just kind of literally like someone got bored and put the controller down and we picked up where they left off. Um, yeah. And I did enjoy it a bit more. I've never, I'm not interested in picking up the full game, but I did enjoy it a little bit more than I expected to. Um, and speaking of which, WWE 2K22, I thought it was fucking brilliant. Yeah, that was good fun. That was definitely good fun. Still the reverse of Kim you are, but still good fun. I mean, naturally, but yeah, I, I, considering 20, uh, 2020 was fucking shit, uh, I, uh, I, yeah, I really enjoyed 2022, what I played it anyway. Um, it looks I, I, good, I, doesn't it? Yeah, I, it's I so almost, much better. Uh, I'm literally going to probably buy that as well along the road. Yeah, I, yeah I almost picked it up when I got home on the Friday night. I was like, oh, I could do. And I was like, hang on, this is the beer talking. Let's not. <laughs> let's just stop for a moment. It's the chicken wings <laughs> talking. And the chicken wings, yeah. Um, this yeah, no, I really 30 uh, chicken wings. Damn oh, right. Beast, where's the video? Damn right. Uh, I mean, don't want to see a video of that. <laughs> Nobody needs to see that, but... Or we all yeah. need to see a video of it. <laughs> uh, next time, next year. Uh, but yeah, the game was good. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, there was one other game as well that I wanted to talk about. It was called Silt. Uh, Silt. Silt. S-I-L-T. But Silt. Silt. The stuff you get like out of water and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Text Silt. So this was basically Limbo, but underwater. I thought you didn't like water. I don't know what I backwards. Um, so you you're basically playing this underwater diver and he's you know, from the demo and he, he was stuck underwater like chained to the ground. Uh, you break oh, the chain you. and you could basically uh, inhabit the, the marine life around you. So I took over a piranha and bit of cable so I could get through a room and then took over a hammerhead to smash a wall down and stuff like that. Um, and it's very like Limbo, like I said, black and white, monochromatic visuals and dark and oppressive and oh, everything's out to kill you. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. From what I, it's only about a 10-minute demo. Uh, the boss fight in it was quite, not hard, but it was quite clever the way they made you, sort of like Limbo, just teeter on the edge of being killed to, in order to get him to hit, a, hit the scenery so you could progress. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, I've got to be, I've got to put myself in danger, but then I've got to just get out of the way. Just then, nick of time, I was going to chomp me down. Um, and yeah, I enjoyed it. Very, very uh, creepy and very um, not difficult, but like, like I said, like every moment could possibly be your last. Do, um, uh, do they play game. on the the fa- the breathing aspect of it? So like your CO two goes or your oxygen levels um, go down. Not, in, to... not in a demo. I don't know if there's anything going to be done um, in the full game with that. But, but yeah, in this one, it was literally just a case of swimming around, inhabiting the various marine life around, using yeah. to solve the puzzle. But yeah, okay. good game. I think it's out in. Well, I think they said spring, so anytime now, I guess. But there were loads of other games. I don't know if anyone was listening went to, to Waz. Um, but there was a lot of games there that were really good. A lot of games that are interesting coming to Xbox later this year. It might, perhaps with the event, my only nip be that there wasn't uh, wasn't as much as there used to be at Res. So at the Tobacco Docks, if you've ever been, it's a fantastic venue. They've got loads of really awesome spaces there. But they used to have the whole top floor full of games and then the whole bottom floor full of games, whereas this was... Not even the whole top floor. Um, there was a couple of shops in Zocoin were there. There was uh, what are they called? Uh, a lot of places like Super Rare, and then some random little trinket shops and stuff. But um, 
yeah, I'd like to see if they come back next year, then to fill out that bottom floor as well with loads of more interesting four-player games. Like we used to go play games, with, so we used to play those weird pub games in yeah. Kipling. Do you Whereas... think that's COVID-related still? Or no, do you think it's just... I think it's because it's new and they still haven't got yeah. everyone I, on board yet. I think, I think the, th- the first year they did Res, which we went, it started off quite small. Not quite this small, but small. But then by the time they got to the last year, which was a couple of years ago, they they'd like filled the whole place out. So hopefully next year, now that people have seen this, it's a decent event to go to. I feel like this is one that I'm, I'm booking in my calendar for next year, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, there was, was there not another one at the weekend just as well? Is it IX86 IG or something? Yeah, yeah, there was another one at Birmingham. the weekend there just now, but this, like, was I am, I am blown away by how much positive things I've heard about it. And I feel like if my choice next year was to do EGX or was I feel like was would be the one that I'd probably yeah. make the trip down for. Um, 100%. It's not easiest getting down to London for... It's, it's a long way to come to play some games. Th- yeah. yeah, but at the same time, it was definitely... Well, I felt for EGX, I've never experienced anything like that before, it was definitely worth it for me. But at the same time, if WASD was... If you say WASD was better than EGX and you just hope it will grow next year, then it definitely sounds like it's worthwhile to make that one the one to go down for. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, yeah. And like I said, if they expand it and add games more, they're the section called Curios, which are like little weird games. But what I liked about Res before was they had like really weird experiments that one was, I think we talked about before, was like a, a light strip of LEDs. And you did, you had to use a joystick to move a yellow light across along the light of uh, the strip of lights, avoiding the red ones and stuff. It was really weird to, to get to play. And it was, it was really clever. So hopefully, they'd add more stuff like that. Um, and yeah, next year if it comes back, I think we should all go. Wonderful. Get I was tickets. So close. Tobacco docks. So so close to joining you guys on uh, on that Saturday. My wife said, "Oh yeah, you can go." And I was like, "Is this a trick? Is this not a trick?" That is like the perfect general Akbar. It's a oh. trap. <laughs> yeah. So we were we were going down to visit my mum, and I was like, but. Um, I don't want to be with my mum and neither do you. So am I going? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, so in the end I didn't do it. But you I bottled was, it. I did, I did completely. I but I could have I could have been down there with you. Never mind. And, Damn. And the the one last thing I'll say about it, then we'll move on was again because of COVID, they restricted the amount of people that were there. Um, but even at res before at like max capacity, there's not a lot of people there. So wait times for games is very short. I oh, mean, good. I think I think the longest we waited was about ten minutes for the we were here because the time the demo was on a timer, whereas yeah. everything else you could pretty much walk up and get straight on, um, <clears throat> including that golf game, which was a really popular game because obviously eight players having a laugh and joking together and stuff, um, and even walking around just a very chill atmosphere. Everyone's very friendly. Um, and the, yeah, you can just walk in. I'll have a go on that. Yep, quick go. All right, now I'm off to the next game. No uh, Fall Guys Escalator or Travelator. No, no Fall Guys Escalator. There's no the eight hours games to play one game. I mean, the why, food was pretty horrendous, but yeah. Why the fuck we ever thought that was a good idea after me and Dan <laughs> drinking a full bottle of fucking extra strength Jack Daniels? Oh. It was your idea, I think. Oh, it was, it was my idea. idea. I dragged every cunt to it going, this is the first thing we're doing. Not an hour in when we had settled down from our hangover. Fuck it. 
escalator, boom, that's us. Bare faith we're doing yeah. two nights in a row, though. Exactly. <laughs> You had the that power of pure was magic a on your side. The fact that we rocked out of EGX at what 12? Half 12? Yeah, yeah I was and never was, stopped Dan drinking. Was where we're going as well. <sighs> never uh, stopped Dan drinking until about 11, to the pub. 12 that night. Yeah, Dan was tired, mate. Dan was, Dan was tired. Dan was dead. <laughs> uh, all went home on the fucking Friday night. I had to sit with Dan and fucking Starbucks <laughs> the next morning, seeing him hanging out his ass. <laughs> Bless him. Yeah, well, next year, Waz is on for three days, so buckle oh, up, lads. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Get the hotel ready. Get that hotel ready. Those bed sheets will be ready. Uh, oh, no. Let's anyway, move on. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, so Waz, awesome. Hopefully, next year we can go again. Uh, but in the meantime, thank you very much for listening. If you made it this far, you're a fucking hero. We missed a week, but we're back, and we are at Xbox 7. This is Xbox What's up, Xbox fine? 7, 74th. And you can find us every week. Usually, youtube.com yeah. slash Xbox Tavern official 8 pm ish ish or oh, nine except for tonight. Tonight, this is a Monday, it's a Monday fun day. Yep, Monday. Uh, and then you can also find our rent stuff at Xbox Tavern.com, Twitter this at Xbox Tavern.com, Xbox Tavern after dark. Oh, oh, we've got to get the after dark one started at some point soon. Uh, Just be damn swearing. Nope, no, nope, we're not having that. <laughs> Well, I suppose if I tell you what, we'll make it a Patreon view. Uh, uh, what's it all? Tear, shall we? Oh, tear after dark. Yeah. If we oh, get yeah. uh, one subscriber on Patreon, <laughs> we, need to, to... we really need to, Dan, you really need to get that sorted. <laughs> yeah, we need so, to reboot that, I think. Well, I tell you what, I've got a new job. Fridays are off. I'll um, I'll put that in the diary. I'll, uh, I'll have a look at that. You can have like a look at it for now. But... I feel like as both Dan and me are off Fridays, Fridays could be a day for growing, shall we say. Well, oh, there is that. Time, yeah. well, I mean, but that only, takes, ah. that only takes like a few minutes at most. So we've got the rest of the day to do shit. Go have a quick power nap after. Anyway, exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, speaking of. Oh. Oh. Anyway, let's have a quick buffer. Right, gentlemen, silence. Insert coin are pretty good as well, aren't they? Insert coin clothing.com. And you can use the code Xbox Tavern 22 for 20% off the entirety of 2022. Sharpie and right. Fantastic. Go check them out. Great clothes. Great clothes. Um, we do need to mention, we're on a new uh, hosting service as well. So if you can't you hear us... us well, we have moved over I to... Mean, Anch- if they can't hear us, there's no point saying Well, that's true. If you can't find us, uh, we are over at Anchor FM now. So uh, at some point, the audio as well as the video podcast will be live on Spotify. So you'll be able to see us, hear us. You mean like all- Joe Rogan? <gasps> Taste us. We're basically the biggest Joe We are the biggest. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, let let us know if you can't hear us, see us. I'll try and fix it. Oh, nice. (laughs) We're quite an unmuted. (laughs) See? Where else are you going to get this high-class professionalism? eh? It'll be edited out. Leave it in. (laughs) He says it'll be edited out. He never edits it out. All I've heard is his bottle gun. (laughs) You think that's my bottle? Oh my! <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for listening. Uh, hopefully, you stuck around after that wonderful, wonderful tirade. <laughs> um, should we do the question, or we're we going to skip over it? Because I, oh, I don't know about any answers for this. There's a question. Yeah, we can yeah. skip it. Uh, I found the best answer to it, but let's go. What's the question? Well, uh, well the question was the happiest game scene that you 
that nobody's that better like. answer them for. So uh, fuck you guys. I mean, I'm glad I picked I, that. I got I an know. answer, but I did. Well, let's oh, eat it then. All right, all right, let's do it. Fuck it, we're here now, aren't we? Right, Daniel, go first. Right, Coltrane entering on gears two. So Coltrane, just train, baby. Coltrane. So just set the scene. I think it's uh, Marcus as well as I think it was Diaz and uh, Diaz. The... What Diaz is it even into? So who was it? It's Coltrane Dom. and Dom. No, Dom. You mean bad? Oh, so it's been. It's listen. It's been a long time. Anyway, and then you've got you've what's got to his stop name? Gears of War. Yeah, I, I do have to. About it. So, but I like this scene. So anyway, let me get through it. So there they are. They're fighting the the guys, and then all of a sudden they're feeling a little bit kind of overrun, and then you just hear Coltrane, and they're like, "Is it? Is it?" And then in he bursts, puts on a grenade on the back of one locust. Boom! He goes chainsaws up the other one and then he's kind of just looking over the top of them and going yeah i'm back um yeah it was pretty cool oh i thought i was there for a moment sorry so, well <laughs> i got sucked into the drama of your did you i d- i love it i think it's great i really do think it's an awesome scene especially when you see the guy freaking just explode from the grenade being like stuck to his back yeah so I, I genuinely do have one that I can explain in detail and reasons behind it, not like Dan just bullshitting his way through it. I didn't bullshit my way through it. Same, same I can think of one as well, which I could probably blag. So it's, <laughs> I don't know I don't know if anybody will class it as happiest, but I feel like just because of what it symbolises through the three games, it's Mass Effect, obviously. Obviously, yeah. As soon as you said three games, oh, fuck. You don't tell me it's the end of Mass Effect 3 with the three colours. No. It's, and I'm leaving. It's the scene where you're doing like not the loyalty missions in three, but it's like where you meet Garrus on the Citadel, and you're up on the top. He's throwing the archangel, and you're shooting them, and it's like you've got the option to be the renegade and shoot it, or you can be the good guy and let Garrus win, and it's like this like bromance or relationship between like the character that's been with you from the very start. He's been in every game. He's been just, he's never left your side. And this bit just where it's like, I am Gareth Vicarian and this, and this is, is my favourite spot. Rectum. <laughs> it's like, just fucking the best sidekick in any game that you could ever ask for. And he gets like his moment where it's like, he probably knows deep down that you let him win. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I bet. Commander Shepard. I bet the hero of the Citadel. I bet the guy who's going to kick the Reaper's arse because I'm that good. Damn right. And it's just like just fucking A1. Nice. Double nice. I appreciate that. Thank you, Russ. Ian, tell us about yours. Uh, like your way through this, sir. Like my way through this. I'm going to go with my good old classic one of my favourite games. And that is the ending of Portal 2. Where yeah. basically the big boss fight at the end and they'll see uh, GLaDOS and Wheatley arguing. That's obviously a great comedy scene at the end. <laughs> they're arguing. And then they go to, oh, push push the button for the the the, the, um, the button to override. And then obviously, obviously you want to override to take Wheatley out of the, and put GLaDOS back in. And obviously he booby traps the, the bomb, the button. And obviously they go, oh, what's going on? What's going on? And you look up to the sky. And you just fucking shoot the portal gun at the moon. How epic! And then everything goes all crazy, and then you win. 
for me, perfect, happiest. Because obviously the victory, you're thinking never going to win. Then yeah. you shoot the portal Space. like a fucking Mew. Space. Mune. Space. 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 That's me blagging it. What a fantastic choice, Ian. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Oh, I love that fucking game. I started playing the first one again the other night. Oh, did you? I did. How did I was, you I was, it? Oh, it's fucking awesome still. It's such an amazing game. I want to, I'm kind of tempted to go back and even play the Even with the age of it, it's still fucking fantastic. Yeah. Well, I needed I the first couple all... of balls, but... Yeah, I think it's I think it's just the kind of subtle comedy elements you get from even the the one liners and the yeah kind of interaction you get. It's fucking brilliant. like the whole portal to it where you got Gladys the potato and she realised who she is. It's the second one where you're in a room like to begin with. You're in a room and the room starts getting destroyed and that's where Wheatley's like talking to you at the same time, isn't it? Yeah, hmm. yeah. I was, I was getting mixed up on them, but yeah, the games are. They're not simplistic because they're obviously puzzlers, so they're not the easiest games in the world. But just listening to it is uh, one of the best games to just sit and listen to the, the narration of it. Yeah. I there's one bit as well important to where obviously you land onto like a pit, I feel like a, a pedestal on a pit, and obviously you pull it out of it and you could go, Oh, you want me to do that? Can you please come back and jump back into the pit? And if you do it, it goes, Oh, didn't expect you to do that. Thank you. <laughs> you die. <laughs> It's just in a, the simplistic nature of it. Like, it's one voice actor doing funny lines. There's not a massive cast. There's not stunning visuals. It's just the simplicity of little puzzles with a really, really solid narration. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Yeah, and occasionally you get old Cave Johnson or uh, uh, the testing, <clears throat> like, over, over voice like, coming in. Give us your damn lemons. I don't want your damn lemons. Smash that lemons. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my, my favourite line so far from the first one that I was playing the other night was when you take this one security cameras off the wall you sort of portal it and it falls off the wall and it's like please not destroy the testing apparatus there for your safety fucking oh what a great what a great no, game anyway no yeah, I played a tiny bit oh, tiny bit, oh, tiny bit. yeah he loaded it and got to the menu and they went nah fuck it essentially <laughs> Anyway, uh, I suppose it's my turn there. Well, the, the first one that sprung to mind for me was uh, the scene where in GTA 5 where Trevor takes, I've forgotten her name now, Patricia back to the, <laughs> the big bad boy. Um, again, I did put it in here and someone's fucking deleted it. Madrazo. Martin Madrazo's house. Yeah. So he's kidnapped her and then confessed his love for her. Yeah, he's basically, he's in, yeah, he's in the fall in love with her, but in order to appease this big drug lord, he has to take her back. So he gets her in the car and the song starts playing. If you leave me now. And he's driving back to his house and, you know, he's like telling her how much he loves her. And she, oh, Mr. Trevor, I have to go back. How do you remember that scene? Just... <laughs> Teddy, I, haven't even, I haven't even got that far in the remake yet. <laughs> No, it still sticks to my head in, after all these years. What a great little uh, happy moment that was. Although it was a bit sad, obviously, because yeah. I think a lot of people end up getting shot in the face. But it was, it was, yeah. you're playing your favourite. Of course, everybody exactly. was shot in the fucking face. Yeah, considering he killed Johnny of the Lost and all the other shit he gets up to. That one little moment where he's like, I love you. Leave me now. That is one thing. Like, as much as we can slate GTA 5 for, oh, look, 
there's a new version. Oh, look, there's two new versions. Oh, look, there's an even newer, newer version. The bit where it's like, even just like the, the switching between characters and seeing what sort of situation they've left themselves in, it's fucking yeah. brilliant. Like Trevor climbing out the fucking dumpster at the back of the strip club. Like, so what now? What happened? It's just brilliant. What a fantastic game. I need to carry on, keep cracking on, playing through some more of that. But speaking of games we've been playing this week, or this last couple of weeks, I suppose. Yeah, what have we been playing, gentlemen? We've been a little bit on the, the wayward side. Yeah, we have indeed. Ian, tell us all about Jamie, the games you've been playing this week. Me? Oh, oh you're making me go whoa, first. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, I'll go first let's now. Let's reverse it. Up. I'll shut up then. Uh, so, very quickly, played some more Fortnite with uh, special guest Pete the other night. Got our first dub in no build mode. Great fun. Still loving it. The more I play a Fortnite, the more I think it has one of the best gunplay mechanic systems in games. I actually agree. I can't it well, does, I quite put my finger on it. but It does bullet drop, which it does. is quite good considering it's a cartoon kid type game. It's really good, obviously. Shotguns, close up, overpowered, exactly as you would expect. Mm-hmm. Assault rifles, mid-distance, exactly as you would expect. Sniper rifles, you can one-shot people if you have the right sniper rifle. Indeed. Everything about the gunplay is exactly what you would expect from a proper shooter in what's not really a serious type game yeah. and they fucking nail it. It's, it is. Uh, it, every, this, I mean, they do this, copy a lot of all the other Battle Royale stuff. So. They do, but what they do is they copy it and they make it better. Or not, not so much make it better, they make it suit their yeah. game. They make it work the way they've set the, exactly. the whole Battle Royale up. And I, I must be honest, since they've taken out this, like since they've added this no build mode, I'm fucking loving Fortnite, honestly. Like, I realise in our Game of the Year show, we can't say Fortnite's our Game of the Year because it came out fucking ages ago. But if we could have, like, a caveat of Fortnite no build mode, I'd put it top five because I'm loving playing Fortnite now, knowing that there's added speed, the mantling, and not having to worry about you get down to the final three and, oh, look, there's the Eiffel Tower. Somebody's at the top of it. Great. And the the, the overshield, the the, the rebalancing of some of the weapons, like you said, like the sniper rifle is super powerful. You've got to have a certain class of sniper rifle to get a decent shot. Um, The the new abilities, the new vehicles that they've added, it's just, it's... This is going to sound really cheesy and probably like I'm an old man, but it's it's like old school fun. Like my it's, day. Not, it's not, oh, I have to grind this this bout, this gun up so I can level up so I can get a scope or I can I can level up and get to level 67. You could just play it for fun. You level up as well, but the, that doesn't affect anything to do with how you play. It just affects your character skins or music or dance emotes or that shit. But they've gone back to their roots, haven't they? They've gone back. It's as if they've gone when they did that. Uh, what was it? The reset. It's almost as if in the roadmap they decided no build's going to be there, yeah. and this will reinvent Fortnite for us again and bring in all those old players that we lost because they went to go play a different game because yeah, they were fed up and build it. I think. Probably. I think the only thing they're missing, which I'm not sure how it worked because of the way the levels can be destroyed and that is some sort of cover system like Gears of War because obviously yeah. it's, it's the same original developments of that the, the gunplay is almost as good as Gears in my eyes but if they had some way of getting into cover I think that would just elevate it up more, that oh, fraction God. more 
my only my only gripe with Fortnite over its whole longevity is I was I was OG Fortnite. I was I got founders copies to get any old uh, Fortnite. So Fortnite for me is save the world mode. Mm. The go out, collect your resources, come back to your base, build your base up, survive the next wave, shit like that. So I remember that way back when. A mode I would wager 99.9% of the Fortnite players have never even fucking known about. I would would love for them to do more with that because that was a great fucking mode. But what they've done with this Battle Royale and how they keep it fresh and the fact that like Warzone's got it's like oh new maps and new guns and shit like that but the fact that Fortnite has this story behind it within everything to do like I can't remember the character's name I just know he's the rock the foundation Um, the foundation I thought it was that everything to do with that and then the the agent and just the fact that they, they have a story in the background of a Battle Royale They've just done such an amazing job at keeping it relevant. Relevant and fresh, like you said, like changing the map up, changing exactly, the weapons, yeah. changing you know, no build, mantling, speed, vehicles. Just, they've it's, definitely yeah. nailed Battle Royale on the head. I mean, I've not not in a month or so, but I've played a lot of PUBG recently, and that has came on leaps and bounds to what original PUBG was. And it's I would probably say not on gameplay-wise, but on development, it's the second-best Battle Royale in regards to how it's evolved over time. Yeah. And just Fortnite is a mile ahead of every other one. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, obviously, they've got the money to back it to oh, get yeah, people exactly. in to, to make this good. But, yeah, the more, like I said, the more I play it, the more I'm convinced it's got one of the best, if not almost the best, like, gunplay system or, like, gameplay system in games um, and the way they add like I said the challenges like I think what we were talking about the other weeks that we had really oh Halo Infinite when it had really tough challenges like you score 60 needler kills you know, but I'm not yeah. playing any maps that have a needle on it this yeah. one's like run 100 metres slide down a hill like 50 yeah. metres kill two people pick up a rock look to the sky scratch your eyes just like yeah, it's got, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you, you would have loved it, it when we, we played it there was literally a challenge like fish 10 fish. So Pete was like, Yep, no problem. <laughs> got it. Uh, yeah, and it's and even though I haven't got the battle pass, there's so much stuff you can unlock with the, the little stars, wherever you get now. Um, and then it's sort of like it does tempt you into oh, you maybe you could just buy the battle pass, but considering the amount of enjoyment I've got out of it, I wouldn't actually have a problem paying for it just to be like, Well, I've enjoyed this for three months, have a tenner. Yeah. Um, mm. And I've got enough V-Bucks anyway to buy a couple of Battle Passes at this point. I'm going to hold me, uh, hold the phone just for a bit to see if I can, get, I can wait out to the next season. But um, yeah, no, I'm really enjoying it so far. So I've, that's little bugs got back into me again and I want to play some more. You only need one might... emote and that's the BTS dance. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. Which one's that? I don't know. Show me. Is that the stars <laughs> up above one? No, the dynamite one. Oh, no. we'll, have to, we'll have to play some more Fortnite and you can show me that. Anyway, enough about Two Fortnite. Weeks. Everybody's sick of fucking Fortnite because it's <laughs> fantastic, but it's also everywhere. Yep. Uh, the only other game we're playing, really, other than the ones we talked about at uh, uh, WASD, is a game called Winter Ember, which I think is out tomorrow. You shall uh, have to regale us on Winter Ember. Which... The, the, 
the review the embargo is up today. I've, the 30 seconds I've seen of the trailer, it gives me Dishonored Assassin's Creed. Yes, so it is basically an isometric thief slash dishonored game. Hello. Now it's awesome, to be fair. I but, see stealth elements. Yep, I see very but, much stealth elements. But don't tell me, but from what I've played so far, which granted is not very much because I've I just haven't had the time, quite frankly. I would have liked to have got the review up today for the embargo, but I didn't have a chance. Um, it's very slow and the systems are a bit fiddly to get to grips with. So, like I said, it's isometric, so you run around. Uh, and it, uh, anyone played Mark and the Ninja? Yes. So, you know how in Mark and the Ninja you got, like, uh, I forget, I don't know how to explain it properly. Like, you can see, where you can see is lit up and where you can't see is in shadow. Yeah, so in shadow, they, you, no one can see. Yeah, but I mean, where, where your character can see, it's almost like you've got a vision cone. And if okay. there's like a ledge or something underneath it, you can't see underneath it until you go around. So your character okay. can see. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's same here. So isometric, if there's a block box in your way, you can see either side of the box, but you can't see the other side of the box until you go around it. And there might be an enemy there that's hidden. So when you go around it, they sort of pop into view. Good idea in practice, but because of the way the camera works, it's quite awkward to actually see ahead of like ahead of yourself so i'll be running along and be like, oh, there's nothing there nothing there and all of a sudden light will come like, the clear room will open and be like fucking two enemies stood in front of me like, well, i didn't want to fight anyone i was trying to sneak through but i literally didn't see him until i got up like right up to him um okay. and the way the controls work like, it just seems a bit awkward like nothing works as you as you would expect so like trying to get into cover you have to it's not where your character's facing, it's where the camera's facing. So you could be facing a bit of cover we can get into, but until you turn the camera around to face it, it won't come up with the prompt to get into cover. And even then, it's a fucking hit and miss at best. Um, and there's bits and pieces of scenery you can destroy with certain arrows or certain items. But again, you have to be facing the camera the right way and you have to have a certain eye on equipped, which menus are a bit fiddly. Um, and then getting into stealth, you can crouch, which makes everything go dark to show you're, in, you're hidden. But it also makes it really hard to see what's going on. So then when you get into light, everything sort of flashes up really bright. And you're like, what the fuck? And then the enemies see you and come chase you and kick your ass. The combat's not very good. It's really hard. You can parry the left bumper. But it's really hard to judge when to do it, I find anyway. It aren't, like some of the other games we played like this, so it's really, you've got really obvious, like they go like that. Whereas this one, they suddenly, suddenly like stab you. Like, I had no chance to parry that. Like, what the fuck? Um, but isn't the whole aim bit to be stealth? So you're not going to be safe well, at yeah, all. That, that's the idea is to be stealth. It's really hard to stay in stealth because you could quite easily walk up to a corner, literally take one step, and then there's fucking two enemies right there, and you had no way of seeing them because they were in out of your line of sight. Oh, I see. So, so okay, it is. Ah, uh, yeah. So that's quite um, clever, though, because it's, it's clever, but it's frustrating, fish, isn't it? Because it's, yeah, it's, it makes it tricky. Um, I am enjoying it to a, to a degree. Like I said, I've not got, not got the uh, words out. I've not got very far at all. Um, so I'm going to carry on playing it for the rest of the week and then probably write my review up next week. But uh, yeah, it's not quite what I hoped for so far. But I'm hoping as I get further in, it will pick up the pace somewhat. 
uh, and get more along the lines of thief. If it is not going to reach up to the sonnet, no way. But hopefully, we'll get along the lines of thief at the, at the very least. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, check out winter. Winter Ember is out tomorrow, and uh, yeah, we will review it at some point in the next week or so. Ian, hi. Now it's your turn. Tell me all about video games you've played. Well, I've been playing tons of games for the joys of competition and GTAS, but two standout games for me, which I'll mention this week, is first things first is Ember. Not your winter ember, mine's ember, E M B R. Firefighting simulation. Pretty ba-da, much. Ba-da, 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 so it's a firefighter simulator, very quirky. The whole aspect is obviously you are tasked. You're, I think, like, I don't think they say like it, but it feels like there's no more like fire service or anything. It's all done by this, like, a random private organization to actually extinguish fires. And your task is to go in, kind of put the fire out, and take people out um, of the house that or building that you're trying to go in and get them out into a kind of safe safety. And obviously the people that are in the building are fucking useless because they don't really follow you. You've got to kind of pick them up. And sometimes they want to be on the toilet or want to be walking around on his phone. You know, just fuck out. So you just pick them up and then launch them out the window or and also land on the mats and stuff so they're safe. Um, so kind of doing that. And obviously there's kind of other modes as well where you've kind of got to go into like a building like escape a burning building and that way you've got to kind of escape out of the building to win um and there's also boss levels which are a bit quirky as well i think one out of five was like a um things like a president of another organization and obviously he was trying it was throwing like barrels at you and just got kind of catch my phone back at him <laughs> really quirky but it's good fun i mean i played a couple of co-op with um other ross and um jake from xbox seven um, we did a few of the levels together because, uh, but I think the more four player isn't it? Yeah, it's four players. So we did up to four players, so you can have two, three, or four. They make it harder. So the more people you have in your game, the more people you've got to save. So like okay. if I did, when I did it solo, when I did it solo. So I go in like I think it was like four people had to get out of a building, but then when I did it with like Voss, it was like seven. I was like, what the fuck? But obviously, it just was scales scales yes. with you, which is good. Yeah, so yeah, it's definitely scaling. The boss fights are all the same though. So they don't scale with you, mm. but the actual proper levels, which is the ones which is the main game for, they do scale with you. Um, but yeah, it's really fun, kind of f- fun, frantic, kind of. I think it's a good way because obviously you can kind of go your own way and kind of decide what you're going to do. So, for example, you can say, um, I'm going to go to the top floor and get the people, the two in the top floor, where you get the ones at the bottom floor, and then Jake will go to the other building, maybe next to us. So, it kind of works around where you can, where you want to go. And what you want to do to kind of extract those the people out of the building. And there's also money you can collect. You can actually steal the money if you want to as well to kind of buy more equipment and more better gear. Because it's all because it's all like a private organization. Um, you've got to kind of buy your own like water pistols and stuff like that. So yeah. So it, it looks like it's quite uh what's the right word? Like a humorous game. Yes. It's very like it, it's meant to be like yeah, tongue in cheek, like there's no like gory deaths and burning people alive. It's like <laughs> no, no, nothing like that. So, I mean, I say when they're going to the building to extract the the, the civilians, um, it's like some of them would just walk around on their phone and like, what the fuck are you doing? You're burning the building. Get out! And you can pick them up and launch them out. Or if they are like on fire, but just one around, but there's no like fire or blood anywhere. Yeah, it's not, so it's not that obvious. And obviously, when you do, if you're in a multiplayer, you get knocked down. Just you knock it knocked down, and obviously you can either spray the water around you to make it easier for the person to come pick you up. And if you were doing single player, you just I think you get I, think, I only died once in single player on every every time on a couple of levels, and I never died twice in the level. 
So I have no idea if you die multiple times, you keep respawning. But I did die like once or once every level, every time, every now and again. And I just respawned as someone else and I allowed to go back in the building and continue. Fair enough, fair enough. So do you reckon this would be a good, not necessarily a project game pass, but something fun to play together? Yeah. I think it's definitely put fun game to play with each other yeah because like i said it's four it, of it looks co-op. a really good laugh to it's be a fair. good laugh i mean like i say it's very it's like i say it's tongue-in-cheek it's not meant to be difficult it's not meant to be rage inducing it's just a bit of fun you know it's kind of those kind of easy i mean chivos you all yeah, love a bit of chivos exactly yeah <clears throat> thoroughly enjoyed that well speak from one water-based game to another what's the other game you're playing in and the other water-based game we've been playing is because it before it left Game Pass, and I've been around. I played Rain on your parade, on your parade, on your parade, on your parade. Yes, yes. So again, quirky little title. Um, variety. Okay, somebody's kind of helped me explain this game because it's weird. But basically, you're a cloud, and you have to rain on people. And I mean, day. you basically explained it in one sentence there, but yeah. yeah, so so you have to suck up water as a cloud, don't you? And then there's various objectives like rain on this person or fill this bucket up with water or et cetera, et cetera. And you just have to yeah. fulfill the level's objectives to progress. Pretty much, yeah. It's weirder, just weirder and weirder. Yeah, you're ruining people's days by raining on Yeah, them. I was going to say, it looks like you, it's like Cunt Simulator 2022. <laughs> yeah. so like, oh, how can I make somebody's life shit? Cool, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, pretty much that's it. Your mean cloud ruining people's days. Nice. <laughs> and that's good, yeah. It's a good laugh. It's good like very easy to control as well. I played it on uh, cloud gaming and it was very easy to kind of just move your cloud over. And as you say, there's um you could either suck up the water from a well or you could um there'd be like, like a, do wind tornadoes can like tornado around people. Yeah, I, it was so good. And you get like I think there's like you can get somewhere anywhere in between like three objectives to 14 objectives. And then there were yeah. certain ones you had to hit to complete the level. So, yeah. And then obviously. Other ones like miscellaneous ones. Yeah. Yeah. But and then you'd like, get higher star, star levels in that. I think it was it up to five stars or three. Yeah, stars? I can't like, quite remember three, three or, five. or five. Yeah. yeah. I think it's three star. And then the thing's quite like you can suck up different things. So for example, you can, there's one level where I think I sucked up like oil and I'd like an oil trail and then just you can do like a little lightning bolt. And did lightning bolt and the lightning bolt, the oil would get on fire and then just go around and blow up cars and or people. <laughs> or you can like do like snow drops on people, make them into like a little snowball, and then they'll go flying around when you do the wind because they just get spun around. So yeah. yeah, actually, really kind of goofy, fun title. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, before I left Game Pass, I didn't I enjoyed it so much I actually picked up the DLC. Um, and did the whole DLC as well. Um, so yeah, I think I've actually yeah. Did you did you that was it. Of course, I did. <laughs> I mean, that's like the most ridiculous question in the world. But yeah, I, th- I just thought I checked just before we moved on. Um, did you? Does the DLC come with Chivas as well? The DLC come with Chivas, yeah. Of course. <laughs> and I assume you got all them. Yeah. Of course, you did. I'm nearly one million. I'm nearly one million two hundred fifty thousand. So said the man who was. Like, the man oh, who was like, ah, I've reached I'm a million. With I'm achievements. <laughs> I don't want to play with him anymore. That's he's nearly he's reached done. the amount of I've, I've got in the last 14 years <laughs> in, in like three months. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. But what anyway, can I say? Yes. So, you know, you love Chivos, love a bit yep. of raining, love a bit of rain on your parade. Uh, left Game Pass now, but I'm 
I'm sure if you're so interested, you can pick up fairly cheap. I'm like sure that. I imagine going to sell every now and again because yeah. I think I might, I might just pick up their DLC whales. Well, because got a discount code being Game Pass, but I'm sure they'll do a bundle. Yeah. Cool. Thank you very much. Uh, Thank Ross, you very much. tell yes, me. Sir. What so I've been playing. playing I, I won't bore you with FIFA, but oh um, fuck me! Right, thank God. I, I literally thirty seconds. I am putting together another team. Me and Dan have had our two out of three games. Um, currently poised at one each, so I am building a team to play Dan in the third game in the story. Oh, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> and the other game that I've been playing, I have been watching quite a lot of Star Wars recently. So before I jump into Lego Star Wars, I thought I would go back and I've jumped back into Fallen Order which is one of the best Star Wars games I've ever played. I absolutely love this game. The story that's, behind it, the gameplay. That's a Dark Souls one, isn't it? It's not Dark Souls in the fucking slightest, <laughs> but, you know, if anybody who has a modicum of gaming ability, they enjoy it. But if you're dad, you know, well. Hey, it's a great game. It's a great it's, game. It's fantastic. The, the, the lightsaber play, the force abilities, the... The whole story with Inquisitors, Vader popping up. It's just fucking... Spoiler alert! Jesus! The the game's like fucking ancient. Shut up. Um, Just, it's such an amazing game. I'm so glad I'm back playing it. Um, Probably look to finish that game before I jump into um, Lego Star Wars, which will be a bit more lighthearted and things like that. But just, I needed my Star Wars gaming fix, and it's just... Filled in that little little gap perfectly. Very nice, very nice. Uh, Dan, you you were quite a fan of uh, Jedi Run Order by the sounds of it. I was, yes, really good. Uh, really enjoyed it. There is, I think, three quarters of the way through it. I can't remember what planet you're on. As you're walking down, if you look to the right hand side, you see uh, Spider Man just you do, crawling yes. around. Um, I can't remember what level it is. It's, I can't remember the planet, but I yeah. do know. Yeah, I know the reference. Um, yeah, it's really good. It's really, really. Good. I played it on story mode because it's it was hard as balls. Um, but yeah, so good, so um, so deep. And um, there's a new one coming out at some point. Looking forward to that. In the very near future. Yes, in a galaxy far, far away. Nice. So, Ross, is that is that about it for you this week? Uh, like I say, a bit of FIFA, but apart from that, it has been primarily Star Wars. Um, since we went on last week, I did play a bit of Wonderlands, um, shock horror. Um, I gave my thoughts, obviously, at the start of that, at the start of the show. But apart from that, it's been fairly Star Wars heavy for me this week. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, I mean, we've all listened to us talk about Star Wars so much, I don't think we need to listen to any more of that. But Dan, yeah. what, have you, what have you been playing? You made me start drinking, that's how bad it is. <laughs> I uh, played a little title that came out a week or so ago called Lego Star Wars. Oh, fuck my life. Oh, oh. yeah. This pass, game looks fucking amazing. <laughs> pass me the lightsaber, please. Um, yeah, this is amazing. Um, I, I've been playing some Star Wars about Lego games over the last few months with my son. Um, decided to try to review this i did it's up on the site xboxtavern.com plug plug um plug plug. what they've done with this um they've it's as if they've 
well, not as if they've literally rebuilt the game from the ground up. So the camera angles changed. You've got um, the way you kind of shoot is has changed. There's it's third, part, it's third person now, isn't it? You can actually the, like aim down sights and shit like that. You can aim down sights. That's correct. You can also all the characters are voice acted as well, yep. which I think is the first Lego game to date, as far as I'm aware. Um, or oh, sorry, the first Lego Star Wars game to date. Um, yeah, just the whole thing feels better. Um, there's no more of you know holding that Y button and like having the wheel and changing your characters around. Yeah. That's gone. Um, as I said, I've gone through a few of the Lego games and you can see the natural progression. So I played, I finished The Force Awakens, was it in December or January with my son? Uh, jumped on to Lego Ninjago, um, played probably about 10 minutes of uh, DC Villains. And then jumping onto this and reviewing this, you can see like all the shit they've cherry picked all the brilliant parts of each of the games and kind of put it into this section. Um, talking about the force awakens. If you have only recently just played that, don't feel like you can't play this game. So it's got all three movies. Um, it has made each story mission or each film its own entity and that it's kind of just taken all the the best bits of the film. There's no more of that filler that you used to get in Lego games or the Star Wars games, you know, where it's quite boring. You're like, oh, my God, I've seen this in the film. It's boring. It's like short. It's snappy. Um, they do a mission. It kind of you play a mission. Then you go into like a mini open world and then into the mission again. And once you've completed that film, you've got the open world where you can then go around and talk to other characters, do side missions collect lego bricks they've got kyber bricks which gives a little skill tree element kind of rpg style i go on and on and on um but the reviews on the site as well as the youtube channel get it, have you came across justice. have you came across any of the little um like easter egg type ideas uh not that so the, the one of the ones that jumps out for me is if you're playing as young anakin and you oh i've heard about come this across one. vader Anakin yeah. runs up to Vader and goes, oh, wow, that's such a cool suit. Where can I get something like that? And yeah. Vader turns to and says, patience, young one. Yeah. And it's like, that's fucking awesome. I um, I Why haven't... Why does he say that? Huh? Why does he say that? I, I don't know. It's just totally random and shit like that. But yeah. Um, I haven't come across those yet or noticed it. Um, and if you're playing as the Mandalorian and you put your gun at Grogu, like shuts his little capsule, like, fuck. <laughs> It, 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 I mean, it's got all that Lego humor as well. You know, the nice little. I went through um, the one of the ships, and you had as you opened the door, you had the stormtroopers bathing, and they're like, "Woo!" <laughs> Just oh, love it. Just love it's, it. They they do those games really, really well. I'm oh, so, so looking forward to jumping in there. Superb. It is so kind of relaxed, chilled. Um, they've got the combo meters, which I think I first played in Lego Ninjago, so you can go from times two up to times 10 or no times 15 or 20 or something daft and then collect the studs and you get each stud is worth times. Oh yeah. Got. I remember that. Didn't they? Something like you can get like, you can get like old bricks and make the multiplier go ridiculously high. Oh yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Like stupidly. So good. So good. Do you so remember you can... that Ian from watching your wife play the games? 
yes but essentially yes <laughs> but yeah it's uh, like i said it is so good it's so much fun and then playing with my son it gives it that kind of that nice element as well because it, you don't have that if you're playing with someone who's not great like me yeah like um, that person can carry on and you don't have that like rubber banding that you used to have in lego games and the um the screen is also i can't think of it's like dynamic so as you're going through the the it's not half and half but it will kind of go diagonally and yeah. then go the other way yeah just I, yeah. i'll talk all day about it but i mean like i said jump on the review if you're if you're a lego fan this is a game to buy 100 percent. thank nice. you very much dan nice thank you very much yes i mean star wars ian not for you i don't imagine not for me either but lego games they used to, they used to do a fast and furious lego no i'd be happy oh oh god with the rock Gotta do it for yep. family. It'd be so much fun, Birkin. Cars, now Lego. Fuck no, because it would mean I would have to play as Vin Diesel and, yeah. He's a great actor. Oh, yeah. Triple mm. X, baby. Triple X was awesome. <laughs> He's the only good anyway. film. Oh. Well, we could debate the What's cinematic Is it Pacifier? Shut up, Ian. <laughs> what was the Vin Diesel way? It was really shit. Was it the Pacifier? Okay. Every one of them, apart from Triple X. I was going to say the nanny, but it is the Pacifier, isn't it? Yeah. It is the Pacifier. We need to Google this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the did, didn't The Rock do one sort of similar? He was the Pacifier, was he not? No, he was... Think, um, Daddy, he was no. Tooth Fairy. That's what it was. Yeah, the Pacifier was Vin Diesel. Yeah, that was a shocker then. Yeah. Oh, okay, there we go. Sorry. Just, anyway, that really, really sl- made me think about that. Slight Vin Diesel tangent aside. Thank you very much. I think that's pretty much the end of the show. We're going to get into Game Pass games. Ross, tell us about what's coming to Game Pass this week and last week and the week ahead of us. Yeah, I was going to say, because we've been off for so many weeks, we've missed quite a bit. So rapid fire through them because we've been back behind. MLB The Show 2022, console and cloud, April 5th. Cricket 22, console and cloud, April 5th. Every game for cricket. <laughs> Chinatown Detective Agency, console and PC, April 7th. Dragon Age 2, fucking shit version of the other series. On cloud, April 7th. Plants v Zombies, Garden Warfare on cloud, April 7th. Star Wars Xbox. Squadrons, go and double check our review on xboxtavern.com, done by the lovely Daniel in the book there. Um, April 7th on cloud. Life is Strange, True Colors. I see your true colors. That's why I love you. Console, PC, and cloud, April 12th. The Dungeon of Nahubuk, the Amulet of Chaos on PC, April 12th. Panzer Core 2, PC, April 12th. And Lost in Random, console, PC, and cloud, April 14th. You reckon don't just pick titles of songs so we ain't could sing them. Oh yeah, without a we fucking got, tell me uh, why. Tell me why. nothing but a Tell me why. I can't. I can't wait till they do Life is Strange, Rain and Blood. Then we can hear it. With Ian, <laughs> give us his best Slayer. <laughs> yeah. Right. Anyway, Daniel, <laughs> tell us all about Games of Gold. Are we no. not doing games leaving Game Pass? No, nah, he's Ian. just been kicked off <laughs> the segment. He's upset me, fucking hey, Daniel. <laughs> um, okay, uh, uh, another site 
is uh, still available. So pick that up until the 30th of April. You have Hue, which is just dropped in until May 15th. And you've got MX versus ATV Alive, which is there until the 30th of April. Right, Ian, I was joking. I just missed a bit because I'm fucking retarded. Ian! <laughs> Tell us Hi. about games, games leaving Game Pass, please. Games leaving, you have Cricket 19, both Windows and Peace console. You have Outlast 2, you have Streets of Rage 4, and you've got Fallen 1 2019. It's very upsetting that Outlast 2 and Streets of Rage 4 are leaving because both fantastic games. Outlast 2 wasn't as good as the first one, but yeah, still a good game. No, it wasn't, no. <clears throat> it's still a great game. Uh, Streets of Rage 4 is obviously one of the best games ever made. Anyway. Hi. Thank you very much for listening to Xbox Seven's Xbox Tavern episode 74. On a Monday. On a Monday at 9 pm. Well, no, at 9 pm, we were what? earlier than 9 pm. We're yeah, gas on that Still ish. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much. We'll be back this week, hopefully, on Sunday at 8 pm. Ish. ish. Love episode it, 75th, which was going to be a quiz, but I think we might have to postpone it for a few episodes yet. Yes, point. scheduling conflicts. Yes, Subject to the fact that Ian has not long had his fucking computer unpacked. Yep. Computer, computer game competition, new house. How about shall, shall, shall we come to the agreement just now that it should be 80? Well, technically, there should be Dan making it, but he's too lazy to do it. So, happy 80. Well, no, Dan's, Dan's not making 80. Dan's sitting as an adjudicator for the ultimate champion. You were whinging that I shouldn't be on the show because I was coming bottom. No, you were you whinging because you said, oh, I can't make 75. So I have to. Yeah, I was busy. Oh, well, anyway, we'll all talk about this offline between ourselves. <laughs> Episode 8 is likely going to be in the next quiz, which is lovely. If you want to see our previous quizzes, you can go to youtube.com for sure and check them out. Uh, was it episode 30? 30, uh, 50, 60. 50. Yeah. There we go. Thank you. Uh, uh, I think the first one's the best one. So you probably want to check that out. Episode. I think the most recent one was the best one. Uh, definitely the first one. Anyway, I can't remember any of them. There was too many shenanigans. <laughs> there was too many shenanigans, and I still feel like I shouldn't have been kicked out for fucking calling Starfield, Starfield uh, Starcraft. Starcraft. I'm going to say back for blood. I'm no. back for blood as well. I get, I, I've, I've never been wrong on these. I've just been ahead of the curve. There's a difference. <laughs> Prepared and ready for action. Exactly. Anyway. I'm in Thank you very much. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. You're a hero. We love you. Thank you very much. And we shall see you again this week, as I said, at 8 p.m. Ish. Ish. Peace Bye. out, peoples. Love you. Bye. Bye. Name's Ian. Bye.